Hello and welcome. My name is Mark Blatstein, the physician founder of Physician Pre-Sentence Report Service. I know it's been a while since I've recorded anything, and I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a safe weekend. But what caused me to stop what I'm doing and to record this YouTube is that the uh, the first step back and earn time credits and getting released early is is on life support. And so Lisa Legal, which is a blog that comes out very frequently, I'm going to go through with you and I have it up. Hopefully I have it large enough. Maybe I'll make it a little bit bigger and I'm going to read from it as much as I can so that, and I went ahead and I've put in red and blue and dark black because it's a little crazy. So we all know that now with the first step back, and if you go in and you're prepared and you understand the administrative remedy process, if you have any grievances and you can work that out um, on your own to advocate for yourself, that through the first step back and you could take programs and the goal is that you reduce your criminogenic needs and you know hopefully you're able to get out earlier and possibly spend a little bit more time in halfway house and if things work out right get home a little bit earlier with us coming out of thanksgiving and for those that would have been lucky enough to have that timing be you know coincidental where you would have been home with loved ones it would have been a great thing it didn't work and so let's just jump into this together and this so the article came out lisa legal it was all in black and green but i've adjusted it for all of our for all of us and hopefully you can read this so shall means whenever it's going to be convenient now to the federal bureau of prisons it you know before the intent of the law was you get so many credits and the federal bureau of prisons will then apply those credits towards earlier release dates and or to get into a halfway house early as long as you don't have disciplinary problems and everything, all the stars line up. And this federal law has been having problems since 2018. But this is getting a little crazy. Because now, all of a sudden, as, and don't quote me, but instead of it being a regular art, a regular law, it's turned into weasel words, where they're using shall to the extent practical. That's not what the law was intended to mean to the extent practical. It was supposed to mean that when you have these credits, then in the automatic calculator, which was supposed to have been done January of 2022, January of 2021, maybe January of 2023. So to the extent practical, sure that a prisoner serving a term of imprisonment spends a portion of the final months of that term, not to exceed 12 months under conditions that will afford that prisoner a reasonable opportunity for the reentry of that prisoner into the com community. Such may include a halfway house under the authority of the, of the subsection may be used to place a prisoner in whom in home confinement for the shorter of 10% of the term of imprisonment or that six months, but there ain't no guarantees. What does it I mean? This is, this wasn't to be like a question the Second Chance Act had specifically targeted money 
so that we all understand that there was a limited amount of bed space in halfway houses and that they were the money was to be spent to be my understanding and I could be wrong for the federal bureau of prisons to ensure that there was halfway house space and for those individuals that had a very good record that they could go into the halfway house and then transition for those where the halfway house residential reentry managers were comfortable to home confinement, still under the control of their residential reentry manager, the halfway house. But those funds were targeted a year ago. And so we will continue because it says here until the first step back, section 3632 D4C shall be applied toward time in pre release custody or supervised release. The director of the Bureau of Prisons shall transfer eligible prisoners as determined into the pre-release custody or supervised release. And they added it in bold or italic emphasis, making it easier so that we would all understand today was Thanksgiving. Well, it was, we just had Thanksgiving, so that no one would misunderstand that this was the intent of the law. So I'm covering up some more words. Let me move my picture here. Seems pretty mandatory. Yet, Lisa Legal had a plethora of emails where people had a lot of credits and they were being told that they're not allowed to go to the halfway house because they didn't have bed space to accommodate them. And they were just too busy to supervise them on home confinement. Really? In other words, the BOP says that shall transfer really means when they're ready. But they they had to be ready. It wasn't like, you know, it's kind of like when, you know, when we're in prison and we have to get up for count, you know, we can't say, well, we're not really ready to get up for count. You have to get up for count. And so that's what happened to this gentleman, Pazaru. I didn't pronounce it right. He was fighting with the BOP. Now, he understood the administrative remedy process. I put in here the 460 credit hours that he got, or days worth of credit. First, 460 credits. But that's how many he had on from his case. But he went ahead and he went through the administrative remedy process. How many attorneys out there do their, do, I'm pretty confident that the majority of people going into prison don't understand how to use the administrative remedy process. I didn't understand it. I had a felony conviction in 2006. I'm grateful that I was able to get my license reinstated to practice in 2010, but I still didn't understand the, I didn't even know how to do it, the administrative remedy process. But here he was. And in answer to his 2241, which was the last step, the District Court of Maryland filed, it was filed 10 days ago, the government provided legal legal, legal justification. So what was the justification? The government noted that 18 U.S.C. 3620 provides that the BOP shall designate the place of the prisoner's imprisonment subject to bed availability and may designate any available penal or correctional facility that meets minimum standards of health and habitability established by the Bureau, considering the resources of the facility contemplated. The government also notes that 18 U.S.C. 3624 G11D states that the BOP is unsure 
there was sufficient pre-release custody cap cap capacity to accommodate all eligible eligible prisoners. Well, that sounds great, right? The government noted that 18 U.S.C. 3621 pro pro provides that the BOP shall designate the place of the prisoner's imprisonment subject to bed of bed availability. Uh, we've already gone through that. Eligible prisoners. Excuse me. But the government claims nowhere do these statutes require that the BOP immediately transfer an inmate to pre-release custody. Rather, they provide that the BOP shall transfer an inmate to pre-release custody subject to bed availability and based on the capacity to accommodate all eligible prisoners through 18 U.S.C. 3624, 18 U.S.C. 3621. Well, guess what? I typed this in, and I'm going to prove it to you. BOP was tasked with ensuring that the sec that with Second Chance Act funds, Second Chance Act funds, they were to go in part to halfway houses and the supervision of those on home confinement due to limited bed space. So I'm not crazy. I'm going to click on that, and hopefully this will come up over here. I don't know how long it's going to take, but there we go. And I don't know that I can make it bigger, but what I can do is bring down my picture. There we go. Fiscal year 2023, Second Chance Act community-based reentry programs. And these are the month, this is the money that was through the Opportunity Bureau of Justice seeks applications for funding. Community-based nonprofit organizations, that are tribal. This is all to go for. <clears throat> Funding for halfway houses and reentry programs. So I'm not making this up. In other words, shall transfer really means shall transfer at any time up to the date of the prisoner's release date. And shall ensure there is sufficient pre-release capacity really means that B doesn't have to do it at all if there's not enough room. And what did they whatever they did? up here with the funds from the second chance act we don't know i mean i'm sure it's being spent or somehow but i liken it to you know you get caught with the hands in the cookie jar or better yet if you leave the chow hall with an extra apple and you get caught they're either they're gonna try and write you up it shouldn't be a big deal but you still get in trouble so the government now is going to try and hide behind under the skirt of this defense. The government's going to cloak its defense in the Chevron defense. I didn't know what it was, but they spell it out for us. It's a bedrock principle of administrative law that the courts defer to an agency interpretation of a statute when the agency has been charged with the responsibility for administering a provision by Congress. Here's a problem. However, Chevron difference only implies to an agency's interpretation of ambiguous statutes. That doesn't apply here. It will be up to the district court in this particular case in Maryland to determine whether the BOP shall transfer eligible prisoners into pre-release custody is ambiguous because it doesn't say when the BOP shall do it. Chevron diff difference is a doctrine on the Supreme Court chopping block for this term. So even if the government is right about ambiguity, the Chevron defense may be short-lived. 
And then it goes into a little bit of you shall being ambiguity. Ultimately, I just say, ugh. And so not to lose hope, as hard as it is to remain positive and optimistic, because eventually we are going to, you will get out, but it's just one more thing that you have to have faith in the director, in uh, the new director, Peters, because she's doing her best. And unfortunately, she has an uphill fight against an institution that has been used to doing things their way. And so it's hard for her, I'm pretty sure, to make all these changes at the same time. But some of these are pretty basic. I'm not a lawyer, but I felt the need. I just had to do this YouTube. I hope you find this helpful and maybe it doesn't make you hopefully too crazy. But for those of you who are who are either in prison or loved ones who are in prison, it's probably time to understand the administrative remedy process. And for that, I have my contact information will be on this YouTube. I hope everyone is well and have a good day. And keep the faith.